What's good, everyone? Welcome back to Small Talks. I hope you're doing well. Okay, so let me just give you some little context on this shit. So Matthew was supposed to be on this episode. Unfortunately, mines couldn't make it, you know, because his ass is um, he's across the country in BC and I'm in QC, you know, we try to make it work out. He already had plans and shit. You know, I was like, yo, go do your things, man. You know, like if you have a fucking cottage, you know, um, sorry, that was my mic. If you had rented a cottage in Washington um, state, yo, fuck the podcast, you know, go for the fucking, go for the fun. And uh, I do the same fucking thing. So anyways, yes, today is not the special guest episode, unfortunately, but it will come around soon enough. I hope so, you know, um, because it's fairly hard to incorporate other people and record and then edit takes a long time, you know trying to have this the the right sounds and all that trying to have their audio try to have my audio sync them together so it's coherent and all that so we're working it out maybe sean will hop in or other people that i know maybe it'll be in french and english you know because we true i always want to mix it up you know i'll just try to do some shit there you go i always want to mix it up on small talks so yeah um like i said matthew is not here today but it is what it is, you know, um, it is what it is. Anyways, um, so in today's episode, I will be discussing many shower thoughts that I had this morning while taking a shower. You know, I dropped, uh, I took out my phone. I was like, bitch, I need to fucking write those down. Did I do it? I wrote like three of them instead of like all of them. But, you know, it is what it is. So let's jump right into it. Before jumping right into it, you can find this podcast on many streaming platforms. You have Spotify, um, Amazon Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, Cap, um, uh, Ca- CastBox, sorry, not CapCut, what the fuck? Amazon Music, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, CastBox, and many more. You can also follow Small Talks on Instagram at stalkspodcast underscore on Twitter at stalkspodcast and on TikTok at smalltalkspodcast. You can also follow or subscribe on uh, YouTube at, well, you know, it's Small Talks Podcast. You can, it's Small Talks everywhere. You know, Small Talks Podcast is available everywhere on every platforms except Facebook because who the fuck uses Facebook anymore? I mean, that would sound a bit controversial, but I feel like Facebook has, you know, aged a bit. You know, uh, I was on Facebook for a while back in the days, you know, back in high school when, you know, it was only like 16 or 17 uh, year old up or 13 something like uh, there was an age re- restriction and everyone would put like their fake fucking you know, your avatar till this day, I think my Facebook account, you know, when it's my birthday, it, it says like, oh, David Hartley is turning 33 years old. But I'm also in reality, I'm 20 years old. But back then you need to put a random ass fucking um, birthday date. So it is what it is. No Facebook, but you can find Instagram, TikTok, 
uh, YouTube and all that. So yeah, let's jump right into it. So on the first fucking subject that I'm going to talk is in correlation to a past episode that I have done, uh, why am I scared of change? So, you know, I was thinking about it while well, I've been thinking about it a lot lately, you know, since I'm moving to BC this summer, you know, I'm a real big family guy, as many people in my family know, you know, they're my anchor and I can always relate to on them, you know, I can always turn to the to them, especially my sisters, you know, to ask them questions about life or trying to find out what the fuck I'm anxious about or, you know, trying to, you know, solve my problems with their um, opinion on it. You know, having all opinions um, really helps me or really guides me through life lately because I've been so anxious lately and all that about BC. But, you know, it's not the fact that I am leaving my no that's not true it is the fact that i'm leaving my family behind but you know um it's like an episode that i have recorded a month ago or some shit like that that never came out because i felt like it was too too much of a sore subject to talk about but i'm still gonna like try to talk about it on here it is why am i so scared of change or why do i tend to live for others you know um to me the only reason or like thought that's holding me back from moving literally right now or in six months to be or really that makes me double think about it it is my family you know um it's not just living for them you know it's i don't know it's just greater than that um i'm gonna be like 50 hours away it's not like right now that i'm like 30 uh 15 minutes away from their place you know um i'll be 50 hours away so if ever I have something or fucking something goes wrong, I'm on my own, you know, I do have Matthew and also I'll also have Sean and all that, but you know, they're my bros, but they're not my family. They're not my sisters. They're not my mom, my dad, my grandpa, my grandma and all that, you know? Um, also one thing that really scares me is that if something that, uh, if something bad happens in Q, uh, QC, you know, I'm not there. If ever something happens to Mel, or can my sisters or my mom or my dad or my grandma, grandfather, you know, especially for them, they're not so young anymore, not to be mean or some shit like that, but they're not young like they were before my grandparents, you know, and there's always this notion of scaredness. Well, I'm always scared that something could happen to them and I won't be there. You know, I wouldn't be able to, damn, why am I getting emotional? You can hear it in my voice, you know, um, why I don't think I'll be able to live with myself if something were to happen to my grandparents and I would not be in there, you know, um, especially my grandmother, you know, um, what the fuck am I getting emotional about? You know, no crying, no emotional, you know, small talks. We all get real in this bitch. Am I going to fucking like cry like a bitch for the first time on small talks? Probably not. And is it bound to happen? Probably, yeah, man. If I'm always talking about my sore subjects, uh, like uh, anxiety, mental health, scared, you know, mortality, uh, family is always a big one that keeps me um, emotional and shit, you know? But yeah, so 
like I said, one thought that's holding me back or like really scares me to change or like change really like starting new, you know, moving to a, a different province or state, if you want to call them, is very, it's scary and it's a drastic change from where you are. You know, I've been living in Quebec City for pretty much my whole life. You know, I, I've been growing up here for the past uh, 15 years, you know, and, um, you know, before that, I wouldn't really be, you wouldn't be catching me outside exploring and shit, growing to who I am right now. You know, I've, I've grown up in a place where Quebec, yes, seems, uh, fun and shit, but you know, since I was young, you know, I've always been to the States or some shit like that or in different province in Canada, um, I feel like in Quebec, it's not against anyone or anything. It's just the minority aspect of being an Anglophone in Quebec, you know, um, or be bilingual, mostly English speaking. Uh, I feel there's such a worse frowned upon or shunned upon, you know, because, oh, yeah, we're speaking in English when we are in a public setting where the majority uh, of people are speaking French, you know. And I feel like there's something that was that is holding me back since I was like five, six, seven and eight, you know, from my childhood to young adulthood, teenhood and all that. I feel like Quebec does not have the facilities or the instrument to give people opportunity or recognition, you know, especially when you're English speaking. If you go to Montreal, for instance, you know, the English speaking population is a bit greater than what it is in Quebec, you know. I am going to make a small research on what's the amount of people who speak in English in Quebec. But anyways, like I said, um, I've been living in Quebec for the past 15 years of 20 years, you know, I've, I've, I've been born here and all that. And, um, I grew up to be a Quebecois, but also I feel like there's a part of myself that has been missing. And I feel like it's my English side that has been like, not, frowned upon because I've always been in English settings, you know, English school, high school, uh, elementary school, college and all that. But I feel like there's not much inclusivity like for English speaking people. And maybe BC or I don't know, Alberta um, or maybe Ontario in the future will be my place to live maybe i'll i'll drop the anchor there and it'll be what it is maybe i'll grow a family back and maybe i'll come back here in qc but to me i feel like like i was thinking to myself back in the shower i don't feel like quebec is a place that i belong in you know i've always had this thought where um i was always asking myself what the fuck would have happened if for instance i was a Ontarian, you know, I was from Toronto, or I was a BC man from Vancouver, or maybe an American coming from maybe Boston, or the East Coast, you know, I never really seen myself 
living in Quebec for all my life. You know, I don't see the big picture. I don't see a clear picture of myself living in Quebec. And, you know, like I've always been told, you know, David, you're not, um, there's nothing for you here. There's nothing holding you back here in Quebec, you know. There's much more opportunities elsewhere where you can go and leave QC in order to find this potential or just grow as a person and shit, you know? Because I don't know. I feel like I've been stuck lately in QC. Well, not lately. I've been stuck for a few years, you know, uh, from I feel like the age of 18 to, to now. I feel like, yes, QC is my hometown, but I feel like there's no more opportunity here for me. You know, there's people that, yes, they'll do their life here. You know, they'll be successful here. But I feel to me, deep down, I'm not meant to be living in Quebec. It's not against anything of the province or the city of Quebec. You know, it's just that I feel like uh, for me to be living in an English-speaking setting has more opportunities than for me to be living in a French-speaking, while the majority of people would be French-speaking. You know, opportunities here are less big or they're they're small than what they could be either in Toronto or Vancouver or anywhere else in the province except Quebec. But anyways, enough of that. What I was talking about is how I am still scared of change and how I tend to be the person who lives for others, you know, tend to be the first person to, you know, see what's wrong about people, not about people, but what's wrong in people's life or what the fuck they're going through. I'm always the person to <clears throat> see or find signals, especially for my sisters, you know, um, either it's from the way they're talking or either it's from the way they're not talking. You know, if they're being silent for, silent for a while now, I'm like, bitch, are you okay? What the hell's going on? You can always talk to me. I'm always here for you to talk. You know, I'm a great listener. Great, 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 great listener. I always love to listen to people. And like I am the fucking mediator in life. I am the one trying to find the solution on both parts. So, yeah. Enough of QC and how I'm scared of change. It's just because I'm scared to leave my family behind. But it's not forever, you know. I know I'll come back here once or twice a year, see them and all that. But it won't be the same as or the same feeling as seeing them every weekend or hanging out with my sisters and all that. It won't be the same anymore because I'll be 50 hours away. If they ask me to fucking um, hang out, they'll have to buy a $500, uh, $500 plane ticket. And I'm pretty sure... They're not too keen on doing that. But if the opportunity is big for me there, why would I miss out on that opportunity and still be living here, you know? Take the fucking opportunity, you know? Take the risk. It is a risk for me, you know? I'm not used to... Yes, I'm used to moving around, you know? I've moved a lot in my life from houses to houses, you know? Um, it's not because of anything in particular. It's just like childhood was a bit rocky but you know it is what it is that's who i am now that's what taught me to see what's going on 
in people and all that, you know, in some ways, if people are feeling down, I can see my, a part of myself in them. And I'll be like, Oh shit, I recognize that. What the fuck are they going through? So yeah, it's just, um, the idea of being how many kilometers away, 50 hours away of driving is like, how many kilometers, how many kilometers, kilometers is to Quebec, QC. It is, well, for, wait, let's see. 3,685, I think, kilometers, if I'm not mistaken. 3,680 kilometers away from home, away from the place that I've known and built what I have built right now. You know, 3,000 kilometers away from who I know and all that I know or all that I've grown to know, you know? It's, it's a bit scary. It's a weird concept to wrap around. But, you know, I've seen so many people, for instance, Matthew, he didn't give a shit, man. He just said, yo, I'm out. Uh, I'll be living my biggest life. And I was like, yeah, man, you do what you want to do. You know, don't stay here and live for other people. And should I take that advice for me? Hell yeah. But am I the person to to be like that? No, man, I'm always on that stagnant shit. I like for everything to be smooth and change is not something that I fuck with so much. Like I said in previous episode, well, exclusive, not exclusively, but the episode that I talked about change, why my skates are changed. I dove in that too. But today I feel like it was a centered, more centered, um, conversation about change and how i'm scared but anyways uh the second idea or thought that i had in my shower was why the fuck what was it let me just search it up um wait what was it hmm let me just check Oh, yeah, it was, um, sorry, I just, I'll cut that out. Uh, the second um, thought that I had, shower thought that I had today was I have been having a small, not crisis, but I feel like I've been seeing so many people on, on, the, on Instagram or people all around me, you know, I feel like living their life properly or how life should be, should live, you know, how they're living their life as they like. And I feel like it coming back or wrapping around the idea that I feel stuck lately is, you know, I, school is finished, you know, and for a while now, and I've been working full time 40 hours a week for the past year and a half now and i feel like work has been 
you know, it's been great. It it really provides for me and all that. It gives me, it gave me an opportunity. You know, the opportunity that I had for BC was literally because of where I work right now, you know? Um, but I feel like I've been stuck, you know, just working 40 hours a week is not a routine that I strive for, you know? I'm the type of person who could, if were to be possible, work like 15 hours a week and just do my shit on the other, not 15 hours, maybe like three days a week and have the rest of the week for myself or just travel and all. I feel like I'm not living the life that I want right now. You know, the perfect life where, you know, no one's going to have their perfect life, you know, literally. But, well, some people do. But I feel like I've been missing out so much. But I've been missing out on life so much lately because I've been working so much. You know, right now, work is just work, work, work. Life has been just working, working and working, making my my money moves and all that, making my cash working for in order to live and pay in my apartment but i feel like what if i would have stayed at my parents house two years more you know would i had stayed in school and continue school in order to get another degree well not another degree get my degree in general you know business degree if i would have stop school back then would I still be living at my parents house you know it's all a full circle moment but I feel like I don't know you know I've been looking around at people that I know that are still in school either university or college and I was thinking to myself you know I really well I kind of really miss the school life you know having that routine waking up in the morning, going to class and all that. And then in the afternoon, if you had no courses, you just go with your friends out and do stuff. But for me right now, what the fuck I'm doing all all day is waking up at 6 a.m. in the morning and going to work at 8 a.m., 8.30 a.m. until 6. You know, doing that 8 to 6 has been really draining for me for some reason, you know. I don't want to be sounding like the, oh, I don't want to work type shit. You know, I love to work. Work is such a good pastime for me. And, you know, it's such a great way for me to broaden my experiences and all that. My everything that I know has come, has been derived from work. Not only where I'm working now, but the past jobs that I had really like uh, Tim Hortons, Timmy's has really taught me how to work under pressure or really taught me how to be a good employee, you know? And then um, the cafe where I used to work with Matthew, well, the place that their parents own, you know, in uh, old Quebec has really taught me how to manage a store or manage a workplace properly and efficiently. And now, um, Right now, you know, where I'm working now, it, it, I'm a manager right there. So it really teaches me how to see what's wrong or what are the bad behaviors to have or to adapt while working or how to solve bigger problems, institutional problems, especially for our store, because we have the biggest store in Quebec. 
you know, a lot of shit go, just goes down where I'm working, you know, and it really teaches me how to manage problems and solve them efficiently. But, you know, I feel like work has been too much lately. And when I'm looking at other people who are either in school or are out of school, you know, I know they're working too, but I don't feel like they're working 40 hours a week and like being at work all day from eight to five, you know, I feel like they have so much more time on their hands to have fun, you know, you know, for me, I would have time on my hands to have fun, but you know, after a long day, 40 hours a day, uh, no, not 40 hours a day, but like being there for 10 to 12 hours a day, you know, um, I feel like I don't have the energy or the motivation to do something or hang out or go out or some shit like that, you know, but you know what? It is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, so that was the second shower thought that I had. Um, the third one was really about, I was questioning the source of my anxiety lately. And, you know, one big player in that is the idea or the countdown for Sean and I's moving to BC. You know, that shit has been giving me not a lot of anxiety, but a fair amount of anxiety. You know, not knowing what the fuck I'm going to or what the hell, what's the life I'm going to live is really, it's a fuel for anxiety for me you know i'm always the type of person who wants to know or who is more comfortable in a setting where everything is planned or is half planned you know i thrive in those planned situation if it's not planned or spontaneous you know i'll adapt to it but it'll take me longer to accept the fact that i do not know what the fuck i'm going through so right now i'm in that stage where It'll take me time, you know, it'll, it'll take me a, a certain period of time to accept the fact that I'm leaving the hometown that I've known for the past 20 years. And am I going to maybe build a new stagnant life in BC? Maybe. I'll never know. Maybe I'll be in Vancouver or Whistler, maybe in Squamish or Kelowna, or maybe I'll be going down to Alberta where uh, the... Banff is, or maybe I'll come back to the East Coast and go near Toronto and all that. Maybe I'll be living in the States with a visa, work visa, or some shit like that. You know, I do not know. The future is unknown. Like I said in one past episode, past, present, future, you don't know anything. And is that scary? Is that a scary concept? Yes, it is. Is it hard to grasp? Yes, it is. Of course, it'll be hard to grasp. The idea of not knowing what the fuck's come next, you know. Uh, I don't even know what the hell's going to happen in the next 35 seconds. But are my present action going to affect the future? Of course. So, you know, trying to find and build confidence and telling myself, you know, David, um, it, it is scary to move to a new place. But, you know, David... Um, it's the 
it's an opportunity, a big opportunity for you to grow as a person and to grow mentally, physically, and all that, to be the better version of myself, you know? And that's how, that's what the fuck the next few months are going to be like. Working on myself, working on this anxiety, and just telling myself, you know, David, um, it's the opportunity you've been waiting for for your whole life, you know? You've never really fit in in Quebec, you know? Um, So why the fuck would you skip this chance you know anyways that was enough rambling about my shower thoughts i'm still going to give you the second segment of this episode called music recommendation all right so for this episode's music recommendation um i have a few so in last episode, I was talking about my whole fucking album called, not album, playlist called Smoking. I don't know why I called it like that. It was just uh, a vibe back then. So I was like, let me call it Smoking. But today, I'll be talking about various artists. So the first one that I'll be talking about is a an album uh, that came out back in 2017 by Rex Orange County called Apricot Princess. Um, so this album really popped back in my, um, while I was listening to Spotify, to music on Spotify, um, maybe like three or four days ago, and I had completely forgotten about the album, you know, Apricot Princess is a great fucking album. Um, my favorite songs on there are, um, Waiting Room, Rain Man, Happiness is a great Really, pretty much everyone except television, uh, television so far so good. Look, it's a good song. Don't get me wrong. It's a great song, but it's my least favorite out of the fucking album. My favorite one is Rex, uh, is Four Season. You know this one? Boom, boom. When I'm on my own. Who am I to judge the people? Na, 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 na. Anyways, a great song from this part, Rex Orange County. Then um, I've really been into Frank Ocean again, Wright Ferrari, uh, 90210 by uh, Travis Scott, Casey Hills, um, Self Care, Mac Miller again, Clouded by Brent Fayez. Uh, TSU by Drake as well, and May, Golden Hour by Jake, Kid Cudi's always been coming up on my shit, uh, Metro Boomin' as well, The Lumineers, he's a great fucking one, uh, Bozzy, again, Bozzy's a great uh, great artist as well, uh, 315, Honest, um, uh, the whole album Cosmic is a great fucking album, Eyes on his new shit, um yeah so those are the kind of artists that i've been fucking with lately with the other artists that i've pointed out in previous episodes so let's jump into the last segment of today's episode called random fact of the day bow bow all right random facts alexa is down again because um i don't fucking know why so 
She's out of here. Random facts. There you go. Let me just search up one. It is impossible for most people to lick their own elbow. A crocodile cannot stick its tongue out. A shrimp's heart is in its head, like I said. It is physically impossible for pigs to look up in the sky, uh, into the sky. Um, if you sneeze too hard, you can fracture a, a rib. Some listi- uh, lipsticks contain fish scales. Cat urine glows under the black light. Like fingerprints, everyone's tongue print is different. Rubber bands last longer when refrigerated. There are 293 ways to make change for a dollar. The average person's left hand does 56% of the typing when using proper position of the hands on the keyboard. Hunting and pecking doesn't count. A shark is the only known fish that can blink with both eyes. Dreamt is the only English word that ends with the letters MT. Almonds are a member of the peach family. Maine is the only state that has one syllable name. Not that has a one syllable name. Uh, ostrich's eyes are bigger than its brain. A cat has 32 muscles in each year, uh, each ear, sorry. Tigers have striped skin, not striped fur. There you go. And there you have it, my folks. Um, like I said, you can find po- uh, S- S- uh, Small Talks Podcast, sorry, um, on all streaming services and on all social media platforms, whether it is TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and that's pretty much it. And um, you can also follow my uh, Spotify account. It'll be in the description below where you can find all my uh, playlists that I've been jotting down and what the fuck I'm listening to right now. You can also add songs because my uh, playlists are all on collaborative mode. So y'all be free to do it. If ever, like always, you have questions about small talks or about the way that I cope with anxiety or any mental or any mental health problems in life, just shoot me a DM on uh, small talks podcast or on my personal instagram at david.hartley double y d-a-v-i-d dot h-a-r-t-l-e-y double y anyways i love you guys i hope it wasn't too long for y'all i'll catch you guys in the next episode maybe next episode will be matthew or sean i never know anyways it was it today shower thoughts and i'll catch you guys on the next episode goodbye love y'all toodles